You are listening to WPOE, the worst place on earth. From the Orlando Sentinel, man stranded at Lake Eola Fountain after stolen swan boat floats away. From Travel and Leisure, man arrested after sneaking onto abandoned Disney World Island for quarantine. We're earheads, me and Patty. I don't mind saying it. it. Used to bother me, people knowing, calling us freaks, all kinds of terrible names. So we, we kept it to ourselves at first. It was our big little secret, that's what we called it. We emptied out the garage, filled it back up again with all the collectibles, the plates, mostly, but with the pins and the mugs, even some framed lithographs and, uh, oh, Saracels. Those are the original hand-painted animations from the classic cartoons. Patty loved those. (laughs) The only collectibles she didn't care for were the spoons, I guess. She said they looked like like baby spoons, like spoons you would use for feeding a baby. And all strung up there in a glass case just uh, seemed kind of sad to her. That's how she explained it, anyway, when I bought her a set of Sleeping Beauty spoons for our anniversary. Our Disney-versary. Those were the only collectibles she didn't really care for, I think. Oh, oh, and the figurines. Those reminded her of her grandmother, Ingrid. She was this mean old German lady, came over from Dresden or someplace in the 50s after her husband died from TB. It's all she ever talked about, really, in that accent of hers you could hardly understand at all. The communists took everything from me, but I still managed to cross the sea and make something of myself, unlike you spoiled prats who don't know anything about hard work and sacrifice. <laughs> That's what it sounded like. Patty spent most of her childhood with her in a tiny apartment not really set up to raise a child. And Ingrid, she collected those um, precious moments figurines, the the angels and the shepherd boys and whatnot. Patty hated them. She broke the heads off a few of them when she was a girl, said she was convinced they were possessed by angry spirits. But she started collecting the Disney figurines anyway, said they'd probably be worth money someday, unlike Grandma's headless angels. And we filled up the garage with them until it was like a museum in there. And then we ran out of room and started stacking them up inside the house. That's when people started asking questions and calling us crazy. Patty took the brunt of it, which is funny, really, because the whole thing was mostly my fault. I mean, not my fault, but Patty grew up in Baltimore. She'd never been to Disney. One of the first times I met her family, when old Ingrid was still alive, we went out to Rehoboth Beach. There's an old-timey boardwalk there with hokey rides, bumper cars, and a tilt-a-whirl and one of those old-fashioned flying swings and when I made fun of it the whole time. I mean, I grew up outside of Orlando. All I could do was compare the place to Disney. They don't even have a proper roller coaster, I said. (laughs) And they didn't. I mean, what kind of amusement park doesn't have a roller coaster? But Patty, she didn't get mad. I guess she saw the boardwalk and all those creaky old rides as an extension of her childhood. 
just like Grandma's haunted figurines. And immediately, all Patty could talk about was going to Disney for our summer trip. She even whispered it to me during the pastor's eulogy at Ingrid's funeral. When are we going to Disney? I have to see the haunted mansion. I have to ride on Space Mountain. <laughs> and I agreed to take her, mostly just to quiet her down. I mean, we were basically the only two people at the funeral, but it still seemed disrespectful somehow to be talking about Disney World during the service. Now, I hadn't been to Disney since I was a kid, so I didn't even really know what the park was like anymore. That first time with Patty was... I don't know how else to say it. It was a... Uh, transformational, I guess. I'd hurt my back at work moving window displays without a dolly. I was on Percocets and could hardly walk upright. But we'd been planning the trip for so long, Patty had already gotten all her vacation days approved. We decided to go anyway with me in a wheelchair. <laughs> Woo-wee! That's all I can say about that. We got a surprise VIP early morning tour of the park on account of my disability, I'm guessing, and we were introduced to all the classic characters, and you know, more than a few neither of us recognized. There was a, an ice queen from someplace in Scandinavia, and some kind of space ranger guy with a bobblehead. They all acted like we were the only visitors in the whole park, me and Patty. And we cut to the front of the line for every ride. I mean, the Jungle Cruise, the Hall of Presidents, Splash Mountain, Pirates of the Caribbean... Patty said that was her favorite, although she was probably telling a white lie so she wouldn't hurt my feelings. And then I, I opted out of Space Mountain because I remembered it being particularly jerky on those pitch-dark turns, and I was worried about my back, so Patty wrote on that one alone. And I suspect Space Mountain was really her favorite. We always saved it for last on our subsequent trips. We live for Disney. I mean, it's true. We scrimped and saved all year so we could afford the VIP passes. And we tried Epcot and the Animal Kingdom. We checked out the Hollywood Studios one time. But Magic Kingdom, that was our place. Being there always made us feel like uh, we were kids again, like, like we'd met when we were younger instead of when we were already middle-aged. Like maybe I'd broken into Grandma Ingrid's apartment in Baltimore one summer night and whisked Patty away to a place where she didn't have to sleep on a cot under a cuckoo clock in the middle of the living room. A place not haunted by some old German ghosts. I mean, there are ghosts in Magic Kingdom, in the Haunted Mansion, of course, and even a few in Pirates of the Caribbean, but they could only scare you in that screech-like-a-little-girl kind of way. You never had to meet them later in your nightmares. So I, I guess it's not surprising that Patty wanted to move there. When I grow up, I want to retire to Disney. That's what she always would say. And when she got sick and ended up in the hospital, I'd bring along the brochures for the Golden Oak residences. and We'd go through them, pick out the houses we wanted most to live in. The Harmony Cottage ended up being her favorite overall. Looks like a country chalet, she would say, like it's tucked away somewhere outside of Paris. I'd pretend to speak French to her. You know, there were only a few words I actually know. Bonjour and uh, salut, mes amis. <laughs> We'd laugh about it, talk about the time we actually visited France. It was her favorite destination that one time we went to Epcot. 
She bought um, an Eiffel Tower figurine. Well, it was more like a statue, I guess. It's about a foot tall. It's the only Disney collectible we always kept in the house, even when all the other pieces were still hiding out there in the garage. Patty's French Chalet. I mean, at $3 million, we weren't ever going to be able to afford to live there, even if Patty hadn't gotten sick, even if we'd been able to scrimp and save until our final days. But Patty never left the hospital anyway. Her Eiffel Tower's the only thing I saved after I packed up everything else, sold it off on eBay. I think Patty would be glad to know so many people were interested in owning a little piece of her Disney experience. She was right. After all, about those figurines being worth some real money. When I got arrested, you know, I could hardly believe it. I had every intention of paying full price for Patty and me to visit our Magic Kingdom one last time. Me in my old wheelchair, even though I didn't need it. Patty riding along in her little brass urn. It was our Disneyversary again, after all. We were going to ride on everything. Even Space Mountain, if they let me strap her in there with me. But... You know, of course, the park was closed when I got there, closed because of uh, the coronavirus. Honestly, it hadn't even occurred to me that Disney would be affected at all. I guess I imagined it would be immune to such a thing, or that the park operators would have dreamed up some sophisticated way to sterilize the whole place or keep the virus from getting inside somehow. But it was closed, and I was there, drove all the way down from Lake City with Patty riding in my lap. I was already there, right outside the entrance to the Grand Floridian, which is where we usually stayed. So I just, I just pulled in. There was nobody in the gatehouse, and I parked in a shady spot in the empty visitor's lot. You know, music was still playing through the outdoor speakers. Your Heart Will Lead You Home, I think, by Kenny Loggins was the song I was playing, I think. And didn't seem like anything was closed at all. More like uh, frozen in time, or... Waking up out of a coma and there was nobody left in the world to greet you, you know. So Patty and I, we just strolled right through like we always did, into the gardens and then down by the captain's shipyard. And the boats were all there, lined up and ready to go. <laughs> Yo-ho-ho, a pirate's life for me, that's what was playing on the speakers. And I, I guess I took it as a sign. So I hopped right into one of the paddle boats and just started pedaling out toward Magic Kingdom. And it wasn't until I was out there, you know, floating in the middle of Seven Seas Lagoon, the water flat, mirror-like, reflecting Cinderella's castle from up above, that it, it occurred to me. There are these little islands out there in the lagoon with not much on them, uninhabited, I guess is what you would call them, and we could just set ourselves up on one of those islands, be smack dab in the middle of the park, a stone's throw from Magic Kingdom. Wouldn't have the same amenities as we would living in Harmony Cottage, of course, but we could make do, at least until the park reopened and we could have our proper farewell tour. But until then, why not have the park all to ourselves? Well, it was short-lived, obviously. We only lasted about three days out there in our private island paradise. <laughs> three days and two nights. Didn't even rain. Someone must have seen us on the cameras or something because I didn't see another human being the whole time we were out there. That is until the Disney security forces arrived on their powerboats yelling through a megaphone. Now, I hadn't noticed they carried weapons before, but I sure as hell noticed now because their guns were drawn right on me. 
and they were shouting for me to put my hands up to lay on the ground as if I posed some kind of imminent threat, as if I wasn't just some guy sitting there enjoying the sunrise over Cinderella's castle with my wife. And now I hear they're charging me not just with criminal trespassing, which is already ridiculous because all we did was park our car and walk right in there, but they are trying to stick me with a grand theft charge as well for stealing that paddle boat. As if I was intending to pedal that thing all the way back up to Lake City and park it behind my house. As if that would even be possible. But honestly, I'm not mad. Doesn't really matter what happens to me on the other side of this thing. Because what they don't know is that Patty's still out there on our paradise island. Watching the sunrise every morning over our magic kingdom. So she got what she always wanted after all. She's retired to Disney. I can be happy about that. It's a world of laughter, a world of tears. It's a world of hopes and a world of fears. There's so much that we share that is time where I work. It's a small world I can't even see Caleb right now. He's pixelated. That's weird. I can see him. That's so weird. There you go. No, it's back. Weird. What's happening? Okay. Are we recording? We're recording. Do it to it. <laughs> Dude, I'm celebrating. <laughs> <laughs> I have been since last night. Like, oh, man, that was such a great surprise. <laughs> what are you talking about, Jess? I think we all know what we're talking about here. Yeah, but <laughs> he got future, the Rona. <laughs> for future generations who find these recordings in a, in a lead box at the bottom of what once was Lake Tahoe, can you... <laughs> <laughs> Lake Tahoe, very specific. Um, yeah, Trump got COVID finally. So here we are. <laughs> weird. Yeah. I mean, I guess it's not that weird. No, it's it only, feels a little late. It's only weird in that all the spells that the witches were casting finally worked. You, you know, know, on a harvest moon, on a big old... <laughs> Big right? old harvest moon. Because weren't, weren't all those Western witches like standing on cliff tops, like sending out. <laughs> sending Caleb, out. Caleb, don't tell people what I do on the weekends. <laughs> <laughs> weren't they? I, I mean, mean I'm it? sure it was something other than like a Harry Potter spell, but. Uh... Oh, but it was a spell because, I mean, let's face it, like when, when people talk about what they call them, like Teflon Dawn, like nothing sticks to them, and it's true. <sighs> The rules don't apply. But I don't think I don't think the rules just don't apply to him. I think it's like some fracture, some fracture in the in the quantum physical nature of our dimensional existence that happened. Oh yeah, they're lying about the progress of that atom collider. Like there's right. some multi-dimensional exactly. portal remember going when, on. <laughs> remember when everyone was like, "Don't turn it on." It's going to create tiny black holes, and the black holes are going to disrupt time and space. And the where is that thing? The giant oh, it's um, collider. It's, it's in out here. It's Sweden? out west, isn't it? I thought no, it was out, in here. It's out west. I thought. Oh, it is. Yeah, no, it's here. The hydron collider. Isn't I'm it pretty in, sure in Stockholm or something. No, because my friend went to visit it, and he like went on a road trip to go see it. He I went on a road trip inside <laughs> of it. But so they turned it on. Anyway. Never saw him again. They yeah. turned it on anyway, and you should always, you know, and I was like, yeah, I mean, they're scientists. They don't always listen to the weird guy building a, a volcano out of mud in his middle of his living room, but they did it anyway. 
and like that's when all the that's when all the stuff started shifting in a way it's not supposed to that's when the math well, started to work in a different way there's something to be said about all these things happening at once too mm-hmm. like we it's thought true. the news was i know it's a 24-hour news cycle and i know there are things happening constantly but melania saying fuck christmas um <laughs> the, the same, that getting leaked and then they but come they on COVID. She, was, she was all satan christmas anyway like remember oh. those like scary Halloween trees, the, yeah, those like Wicker Man, the red like, ones, yeah. I displays. mean, displays. And let's face it, the like weird Eastern European, like like uh, uh, dru- druid religions or whatever it is out there. The, the, <laughs> the like the like yeah, ancient, forest gods, ancient river pebble gods that like she worships <laughs> in secret. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. very secret. That design was awful. She clearly didn't care. She sent some intern to Pier 1 Imports and was like, here we go. Very it- nice display. Do you like? Christmas is the holiday of the dripping blood of the infidel. <laughs> <laughs> isn't it? Is it? Isn't it when Kramafkus comes out of the tree stump and seeks revenge? <laughs> His antlers are fully formed, <laughs> and he stakes a small child in the heart. Yeah, it's pretty disturbing. If the child cries out before dying, then you know the winter's coming fast. <laughs> winter is definitely coming for us all. <laughs> oh, corona, corona winter. Dude, I, you know, and events like this are why Twitter was created. <laughs> There's so many comedians and writers and just people in general, like, displaying the first bout of joy they've had in fucking years <laughs> oh my god twitter is how is literally the communication portal that the uh writers of our sim- simulation yes communicate details into the how the sim- simulation plays out Oh, yeah. Mm, All the Russian bots are like coders. They're people (laughs) who are just like trying to let us know what the algorithm actually is. Jess, Russian bots are are people too. I don't know if that one applies. They may be just bots. The Supreme Court just ruled that Russian bots can give as much money as they want to any political candidate. (laughs) Robots United. They don't have to disclose how much much of the election they usurped. No, that's private. They're all getting audited. They don't have to share any information. I want to see his results, though. I am a part of this crowd that's like, I don't believe anything he says. I mean, I think they lied about when they knew he was positive because yeah i think they sat on it i think what happened was because he went out and he had a bunch of events after he found because they have rapid tests Mm -hmm. so what i think happened is hope hicks tested positive then they tested him and he was positive with the rapid test but then they waited for the results of the longer test the better test till after the debate exactly and Mm -hmm. he had it the whole time now biden has it everybody has it that's the real crime because he because they knew they knew that he'd been exposed and they knew that he the rapid test was positive before he Mm -hmm. did any of those events and that's where the crime is yeah the timing was inconvenient for their campaign but but how how do you enforce like how how do you enforce uh human decency yeah and like and like and also like all the other laws that he's clearly broken during his tenure at the white house like you can't enforce laws that nobody cares about yeah Mm -hmm. right no one cares about the 
amulence clause of the Constitution because nobody cares about it. No one cares about the Hatch Act. Dude, half of the country doesn't know either of those things exist, nor could they even pronounce it. It's just, right. you know. But there's still laws. There's still yeah. laws that he broke. Yeah. They would love <laughs> Prince, Prince, Prince Prince to be president. I would like Prince to be president too. <laughs> Can the witches start working on that? No, let's turn on the Atom Collider again and Prince will be back in a jiffy. <laughs> Honestly, when David Bowie died, I was like, oh, we're in yeah. a different dimension now. Yeah, it's all over. He escaped just in time. You know, because he was the, he's an interstellar traveler. So uh, when he said, buy, buy this dimension and left, I knew something was up. Yeah, when the visitation's <laughs> over, we're all screwed. <laughs> the man who fell to earth and left <laughs> the minute things got terrible totally. he fucking the man, dipped the man who f- the man who fell to earth and then <laughs> left immediately and then got a ticket back <laughs> a one-way ticket oh my god hey man your story is great maddie and patty well i think actually before you do it yeah the florida story was awesome I oh, didn't, I haven't oh, thanks, seen dude. you guys since that's true. I saw that. It was I really, know. really, really cool. Caleb and I made two films together this summer. <laughs> How did we do it? Yeah, I've been seeing the second hasn't, one. Hasn't the second one's for the Arsht, and that hasn't come out yet. It's based on two additional stories. One, one of Jess's that actually appeared on the podcast, and then uh, one of mine that. Um, I actually wrote for like this audition for like a weird wait. Did they send you an NDA? Are you allowed to Jerry talk about Bruckheimer it? film? No, wait, I isn't it Michael Bay? Michael I Bay. I mean, dude, I always the, get them confused. It's the same too. shit. They're all the same Russian bot. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, they've committed similar atrocities. Uh, but anyway, yeah, Avatar being one of them. Oh my and god, the blow shit up bot directors yeah yeah well michael bay is like a, a local treasure when it comes to that he films everything here and you know. i prefer old bay to michael bay <laughs> oh my god i told my friend from maryland i was gonna make him a shirt that said old bay seasoning b-a-e with the crab and like it's bright yellow i'm gonna make it he's old bay <laughs> old, old bay, bay spice <laughs> i want old bay to make a to make an action movie old bay for president <laughs> oh yeah, so we made two Bi- a Florida in story in the Bayou, in the Bayou. A Florida, a Florida story, story and- was Leonard, Vicky, Angeline, and Doug. No, excuse me, Derek. Um, Derek. 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 Derek with the Derek. big mouth bias. Derek. Um, yeah, and then a quarantine tale, which is the second one, was Easter. That like mango one I wrote for the quarantine one, and Caleb. Yeah, his his Michael Bay special about frogs and the apocalypse. <laughs> when does the second one come out? I don't know. Soon. Okay. Yeah, they're coming, kind of on a loose schedule. Yeah, with that. Coming soon to a tiny box near you. <laughs> I think actually, like, it, 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 given the discussion we've already had, uh, talking about Disney is actually sort of perfect right now because. Totally. Disney's obviously still closed. Um, they just reported that they're laying off 28,000 people. 28,000, which is like crazy. Yeah. That's that's a lot of people. Who are making below minimum wage and don't have benefits and now have no job. I'm sure they're the people below who they, they can afford to lose. Like, you know. Disney is such a... You you guys know it's such a huge part of Florida culture. Like, 
I'm surprised actually this is the first time we've we've brought it into the fold uh, in a story or in our discussions about how weird Florida is because I mean I know people I I've spoken to I've met many people since moving to Florida who are like cult like about their love for Disney yeah it rivals the people's love for. Trader Joe's. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, it surpasses that. The cult I, of Disney is eternal. It surpasses it because well, right, Disney is eternal. It's like the weird, g- glowing, f- fake, emerald heart of Florida. <laughs> yeah, and of white supremacy in America. Well, the thing is, if you're a Floridian, you get that annual pass discount, or you get the Florida discount. So people are really religious about that. And once they spend the money, they go like every weekend. These people are obsessed. It's still like $400 is a person, isn't it? Well, you pay now for the VIP pass. You get this like microchip bracelet oh, so you right. can get ahead of the lines and whatever. Well, no, but Jess, you know that's just a test. That's Hillary Clinton's microchip. <laughs> Pedophile pizza party uh, <laughs> They're entry. just going to... They're using... Disney as the as the foil for getting everyone <laughs> microchipped. No, so exactly. Can... That's some Q stuff. My test on Disney is if let's say there was no virus and let's say I didn't have work next week and let's say I was given a thousand dollars per diem, free entrance to the park, and I one night in the hotel. So I could go tomorrow morning, drive up, stay the night, and then come back on Sunday, no money out of my pocket. No worries about you know work next week. I still wouldn't go. Wait, but do you do you get to keep the thousand bucks? I'm just curious for hospital bills. <laughs> if there's anything left <laughs> for intubation, even if you just eat three meals over there and uh, a couple of you oh, know right. invisible dog leashes and a turkey leg, and you're going to be out. Close wow, to you the really thousand. haven't been there in a while, Matt. <laughs> They don't do the turkey legs anymore? There's no food anymore. They just blow some protein gas right into your face. <laughs> it was the invisible dog leash that kind of gave it away. What is that? They don't have that anymore? That's like holograms of Elsa and like, you know, whatever. Dude, I, uh, I anyway. I wouldn't go. Be, and the reason is it's too far. It's, it's like three hours and it feels too far to drive for that nonsense and that headache of that park. Yeah, it's yeah. so expensive, and people are stupid. I hate waiting in line with the dumbest people on oh, earth. The I'm lines. sorry, I man. forgot about that, too. It's too hot, Yeah, and there's too many gross people that are too close to you, yep. and we've already <laughs> been on these rides. Thousands of times, and people pay like $500 for a VIP pass. Just put a family member in a wheelchair, dude. That's like That's the way to do it. That's, That's how we did story. it for years. So I, you, you guys, I've never been to Disney World or Disneyland. Or any what? of the Disney stuff ever. What are you talking about? Ever, and good for um, you. And um, so, like, coming to this was really for. I, like, I when I was working on the story, I had to really, I had to really dig because I didn't know very many details about any of the stuff. You know, that's crazy. And, it seems like you've been there from hearing what you. Well, wrote. I just like good I like you. studied the park and I went into like travel blogs and read people's stuff and like figured out i looked at the map I, I like studied all the all the ebay stores that sell the disney crap and i like you know just like really went into it deep because i needed it to i needed it to feel like these were real people real disney people oh you, you know, know what, what I mean? gave that away right away which i was surprised that you didn't know much about the culture at all was the 
the celluloid, like the printings oh, yeah. of the original animation, that's such a real thing. Like the Sarah real cells. fans. Yeah. No, yeah. that's a that's definitely a thing. And the spoons and all of that. Yeah. One thing that that I kept I kept going back to um was this uh I met this guy, um, young guy, like this guy in his twenties. Remember when that wasn't young, you guys? Um and uh <laughs> he's an adult, you know. He's in his late twenties and uh, we were talking about Disney and he'd never been as a child. He'd just gone for the first time a year prior and he went off on this thing. Like he was so excited when he was retelling his experience of going to the park and like riding the boat and seeing the fireworks over the castle and like the show and the thing. And he started crying. Like there were tears running down his face when he was telling the story. And he was like, I've been saving up since that day to be able to go every year. I'm going to go every year. (laughs) I'm going to go to Disney every year. It's beautiful. And I was like, oh my God. God, yeah. What is in that protein gas they spray in your face? <laughs> they um, do have um in celebration the suburban area where you can live near the park. They pump like extra oxygen in the lawns. Oh, like that, they, I'm not surprised. Yeah, they have their that police, stuff is you know. weird. Um, yeah, yeah. When it's I creepy. went into research, like how you can actually live at Disney, and there's that right. one residence that's like a weird um, suburb. Was it Golden Oak? These, no. It's gold. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think it's golden. Is that oak. It? Yeah, yeah. And it's like all these weird uh, mansions that are like these bloated versions of real architectural styles. Like there's a there's like a craftsman house, but it's like a giant weird craftsman house that looks like it it, it caught a disease and grew all these extra appendages, you know. And then there's like a there's like a '60s modern house but also like grotesquely large you know like it's like it has the the the, like you know elephant man syndrome (laughs) oh my god yeah they're not very subtle everything feels like a Um, a film set or and they're like the cheapest cartoon are like three million dollars and they're not on any land they're all pressed up right next to each other and i guess what you're paying for is proximity to disney i mean you're on disney's property you're on the park millions of dollars wow that's the need (laughs) yeah um like how weird like like living there must be like being in scientology like if you say anything disparaging about any disney related thing like a little a little like alarm goes off in the earwig you have to wear (laughs) (laughs) dude i used to go to the epcot food and wine festival when I was younger with my friends, because you could, if you went with the right people, like just drink the whole time and nobody noticed. <laughs> they probably got wow. better at that. But I mean, and this is before I went to Europe or anywhere else. So Epcot was like traveling for me. Like, yeah. You know? No, I love that. And I, I put that so, in the story too, that like it's it stands in for like actually going mm-hmm. places. And almost just as expensive, dude. Just go. Like, That's ugh. the only thing about Disney World that I actually kind of find interesting this because i feel like it this it's this old idea this old like world's fair idea about like building these far away experiences like and letting people who don't 
I mean, back then, back in the 30s, in the 20s, in the turn of the cent- turn of the last century, like traveling was really hard, and only if you had like resources, great resources, could you go anywhere. And so, like the World's Fair, it's like I feel like Epcot is like what a World's Fair used to be like. Mm-hmm. I imagine that's the case. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, again, I've never been, but that I'm at, but that's the only thing that I find kind of interesting. Like, the, the, I feel like it's an old idea. This like we're gonna build mini versions of like these places that you're never going to be able to afford to actually visit, and I think that's such an mm-hmm. antiquated, you know, idea. It's so funny because Canada's boring in Epcot. It's like one of the more boring destinations. At least it's accurate. They don't, they don't want to sell it, though. They don't want people to leave. It's this weird, like, patriotism that streams underneath the the um, message of Epcot. That's really funny. Mexico is kind of cool, though. They have this, like, water ride where you don't really get wet. And the restaurant's, like, inside one of those, like, Aztec pyramids with, like, a night sky. It's kind of cool. I was just going to ask, does the, does the like, water ride, like, spin you around, like, into the fiery hole of a of an ancient Mayan temple? I wish. I wish. No, and the food's not great either. Please just go to Mexico, people, or well, I mean, California. come on. Of course the food <laughs> isn't good. Yeah, no, I know. I know. Just stick to turkey legs, like Matt says. Everything else is trash. <laughs> I feel like, how do you get the appetite for a turkey leg when it's like 106 degrees? Ugh. People are walking around like that's the best thing they ever put in their mouth. I... I <laughs> Fall of oh. Rome, Matt. Fall of Rome. Forget yeah. it. Yeah, someone's <laughs> fiddling on a rooftop, and it might be Walt Disney's head. <laughs> wow, and he was a real anti-Semite, too. But anyway. Oh, well, man, the music. The music for the episode. Oh, the music yeah. is killer. So, okay, let's talk about this. <laughs> so, D-metal. Um, yeah, so we're definitely going to get sued by Disney or something, because uh, I what I really wanted to do... So there's this whole subculture, of course... Uh, at Disney of these like weird cover bands who um, who perform at Disney, you know, like in all the different parts of the park. Yeah, and there's like there's like the 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 country band and the like Japanese mm-hmm. electro band and the and they're oh, all that's doing, my favorite. Oh, I forgot all, about them. And they're all doing covers of like the the classic Disney songs. And there were a few. There was this band um, called the, I think they called the Mermen or something. And they, they actually play outside the park. They actually like tour and stuff. And they do this whole act where it's just covers of Disney songs. Um, and I really wanted to 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 get to one of those bands and ask to use some of their music. But it's like the bands kind of don't exist outside of the park. And. Mm-hmm. They don't own the rights to the music, so none of them have recorded anything. And it's just this thing that exists within the confines of Disney World. So it was very hard to... to it, it, I think it's probably impossible to, to get to one of these groups to be able to use their music because it's not I'm their I'm sure music. they're not allowed to. Yeah, Disney owns the rights outright. Yeah, they yeah. shut them down. Yeah, they would probably drop them into the fiery uh, hole in the fake Mayan temple. Um, <laughs> Wait, so D metal is a yeah. Disney sanctioned? Yeah, yeah I'll so, let you. I'll let you do it. I'm trumping you right now, like Trump no, did to no, Biden in the debates. Because it's so. There's the right. No, you know. What's he saying? Wrong. Oh my god. My I got Hundred percent silk. Oh, um. So dumb. After watching that, I I had to like rinse my brain out. Oh god. 
Sorry, you were saying. So there was this one band that was this metal band uh, that played at the park. And I can't remember what they were called, but they were a metal band that played, you know, metal versions of the Disney songs. And I was like, ooh. But what happened is that they got kicked out of Disney forever because somehow they incited violence at one of their shows. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. So they got kicked out. They got kicked out. But... And so I was like trying to track them down and that was impossible because they're probably already just charred bones inside that Mayan temple. Um, oh yeah, they were done away with real quick. What I realized is that there's this band that Disney put together called D-Metal and they hired these like ex-B-list metal guys from other bands to form like a super Disney band and make an album of Disney songs. Amazing. At first, it was only released in, like, Japan, where I guess the market's real hot for that. And, of course, it is. Um, yeah. But uh, I felt it just, it just kind of trickled into the States without any fanfare, and you can buy it. You can buy the album. I just went and bought the three, the three songs that, that I wanted to use. So this is an advertisement now for that, for that album. <laughs> Wait, Caleb, are you sure that D-Metal isn't the reanimated corpses of the Mermen? That they, they did away <laughs> with the um, insurgents, no, the, and then the they like, reprogrammed them? <laughs> they reprogrammed them, the and now the Mermen are D-Metal. Disney bots. Disney bots. Metal Disney bots. <laughs> They messed with um, the mouse, dude, and now that's it. But, and I wasn't sure what it was going to really sound like, but I, it was it's so pleasing. Like, the songs, it sounds like Spinal Tap or something. The songs are so... Because you recognize the songs, and they're yeah. just... It's like... It, it feels like those are the original versions, and then Disney made, like, kid versions based on those songs. <laughs> <laughs> if only that were true. That's in a... That, when they turn the Hydrogen Collider back on, that's the reality we're gonna live in here it is dude the guy is like he sounds like ronnie james dio it's amazing <laughs> see he wishes it's the best it's the best that should be the song there shouldn't be any other versions of that song <laughs> dude the recording's so clean too those drums don't they may be electronic oh my god that is a double it, that is at least a double bass pedal <laughs> it sounds like queen it yeah, kind dude. of does. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No, it's so satisfying. I was like, no, we're using this. I don't care if Disney sues us. We're we're using this music. It's you paid so good. for it. They want you know. We're I, we're advertising. I for did them. pay it's for fine. it. I did pay for and it. You know what? Yeah, we're paying for it every day. <laughs> <laughs> the secret Disney police just knocked on my front door. I'm not gonna answer. And I know, right? I know. <laughs> A little scared now. I know. Oh man, um, good find, good find. Yeah, oh, it's so good. Um, so is that where we are with the music now? We're just doing whatever, we're just gonna, doing like, whatever we want. Do whatever we want. Yeah, I feel like until, we uh, should. No, until Caleb. No, <laughs> <laughs> just for this episode. Maybe until there's a vaccine. <laughs> <laughs> it's just Disney, Disney cover bands, <laughs> or we're just gonna play Trump like talking about the size of Joe Biden's mask. Uh, <laughs> Through a vocoder. Um, our defense for copyright court will be, well, we paid for it. Yeah, we, I mean, uh, laws don't matter anymore. Laws don't matter anymore, right? <laughs> well, to us common folk, I guess they still count <laughs> to the fullest extent of the law. Yeah, I know, right? We'll just, Dude. they'll just... Put us in the artwork camps. They're going to put us yeah. in the... Where we have the... to make, we have to like make the molds for Disney figurines for the rest of our lives on an assembly line. <laughs> 
It's where all the dissidents go. We'll have to go. live in, in Bush Gardens instead. Dude, I uh, love okay. Bush Gardens. Okay, here's the Bush thing. Gardens is awesome. I did go to Bush Gardens as a kid. That's oh, the only yeah. big amusement park my parents took us to. Shikra and whatever, dude. Every time there was a new coaster, I was like, no, wait, which Bush Gardens did you guys go to? Tampa. Tampa, oh, okay. bro. Okay, see, that's not the one I went to. I went to the one that's in like Virginia. Oh, I went to that one too on a high school trip. Yeah, okay. that one's good too. Yeah. You're not I mean, allowed to I, talk about that one. Why? This What's is this? a Florida is it like in podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Did you say is there one in Williamsburg? Oh, right. I thought Virginia, it was in Williamsburg. Williamsburg. Yeah, not, there was one in not Brooklyn. Williamsburg, Brooklyn. <laughs> that that bush that bush gardens is a different thing, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> oh that's my God. like a that's like a beer hall for lesbians. <laughs> when we say all of New York is a theme park, we don't mean literally. We mean people came through and cleaned that sucker it's up. It's just it's it's a it's a theme park with many different sub themes. <laughs> Subs and doms and yeah. all of the above yeah. still. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh my god. You know COVID is people are over COVID when they're opening up those weird sex parties again. I keep getting like emails for that. I'm like, when did I get on this email chain? Jess, I feel How like bored was I in New York? I feel like that's just a thing that happens to you. <laughs> that is probably No one's invited just me. me to any sex parties. <laughs> no, they're like these groups that do it. And now they're like sending the emails again. We're mm. open. Or like, yeah. we're going to the woods. Or like, we're going to be in this warehouse. I'm like, why? Who? Do you have rapid testing? Wait, or are in you the like woods. taking. Yeah, there's one that's like in upstate New York or something, and and the ad was like, "We're fucking in the woods." I'm like, this is very direct. People must really need some kind of, you oh, well. know. Yeah, I mean, don't we? Sometimes my cat looks at me in a weird way, and I'm like, "Wait, <laughs> did she just invite me to the sex party?" <laughs> that means she's gonna wake you up in the morning and mount your face for a treat. Oh, that's yeah. what that means. Or, yeah, or or just like chew chew my nose off while I'm passed out. <laughs> that's why what you cats need to give her for. <laughs> why you need to give her the treats, Caleb, so she doesn't eat your face oh, believe off. Me, believe me, I know that every time I treat my cat with love, I'm just buying my face a little bit more time. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true. They do kind of look at you like, if I was a little bigger, this would be my house, you know? Yeah, I mean, cats, yeah. If I, They're like, if, 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 yeah, my claws were a little, a little longer. No one, no one, one in this house would two more friends. face. <laughs> Oh man, yeah, yeah, totally. Face meat is apparently delicious. Yeah, evolution makes you tastier. I think that's mm. that's something I. We've got just like pork chops for cheeks. Oh, like man. flank steak for a forehead. Mm. I do love the cheeks and some fish. You know, like a roasted yeah. fish. It must be true for humans yeah. too. Oh yeah, like uh, grouper cheeks. Yeah, dude, delicious. <laughs> that's the best part. Seriously, Group, grouper some... cheeks is the name of my of 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 my of my band. <laughs> yeah, it's all it's all it's all punk rock sea seafaring songs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my god, Caleb and I have been talking about uh, publishing this book of just really good titles with no content. Because yeah, we have so many titles for nothing. <laughs> like really titles, good titles for nothing. <laughs> Nobody steals titles that for everything. Idea. Yes. Uh, yeah. It's good. Titles for you nothing. You guys should get on that. That that would actually be cool. Like yeah. if you needed a title for a business or whatever and you're like completely at a loss and it oh. doesn't have to actually relate. Well, screw making it a book. Let's make it like a like an internet consulting portal where like people yeah. pay to have us. Title brainstorm things. titles for their stuff it could be a title we for could, anything that's what like a whole nother that? podcast that would be really great <laughs> titles for nothing that's, oh, a, dude, that's our LLC. podcast in a different version 
<laughs> Interdimensional Justin Caleb. I mean, I don't. Yeah, I feel like. Yeah. What would we be? We would be Ke- Tess and and Tess and Carl. <laughs> Tess and Carl titles for nothing. Hey, this is Carl, and uh, and this is Tess. Yeah, welcome to our podcast. <laughs> the best place on earth. Wait, what's Matt's name in this? Probably fucking Matt. Um, Mo, it, Mo. Mo. Dude, Mo. Mo. It's definitely Mo. Mo, Carl, and Cass. <laughs> Cass? I like Cass better than oh, Tess, oh, actually. Tess. No, Tess is good, too. Yeah, sorry. Cass is the other thing. I mean, either either one. That's the other dimension. <laughs> we could just we name people about. shit, like name their companies and name their yeah. bands. No, it and... can be literally be anything. It can be, yeah, they yeah. send us some, some music and they're like, please name our band. Or they send us the opening 20 pages of their novel and they're like please name my novel oh yeah or so like good a menu or, yeah, a menu or a restaurant or a business or a sports nicknames team. nicknames for their pets name their children you know whatever whatever they need someone's gonna steal this they can they can try to steal it all mm-hmm. they want but our shit is going to ring the bell man no one's yeah, gonna want to use a different service no absolutely huh? not we're we're high on demand dude here yeah. We're high and we're on demand. Well, maybe none of the above, actually. Yeah. Well, well, we'll figure it out. We are the HBO Max of whatever this is. What the hell is the difference between know. HBO Max and HBO Go and HBO oh. Live? and HBO Go is HBO Gone. H- yeah, HBO <laughs> Went. <laughs> it's so, so sad. Confused. It doesn't work. I mean, I don't. Which, yeah, I don't know. I feel like they were they were really throwing stuff against the wall <laughs> to see what would ugh. what would happen. They to gave the me they gave me HBO Max for free for a month no, or forever. I it, it I don't my old it's like I just sign in with my information from my HBO Go account and it just goes to HBO Max. I think it's yeah, the same mine, thing. And I've been like, yeah. I've been upgraded. Mine doesn't work anymore. <laughs> I have HBO and we pay for HBO. But we don't pay for HBO Max. Oh, really? No, I have the regular channel on the TV. Weird. But no more. Uh, oh, because you have to resubscribe, oh. and they charge you. But different... I didn't. I didn't resubscribe they do for anything. More. I didn't resubscribe. I didn't do. Anything. Somebody must have. You have to like. Click. I, no. I had to do it too. You had to pay fourteen ninety nine now a month to yes. get Max. I looked through all my stuff, and it, it nothing changed. They're billing me the same exact way on the same exact day every month and now it, now I have HBO Max instead of HBO Go. Oh, you know what it was? It happened when I logged out. They turned yeah. the Hydrant so, Collider back on. Yes. <laughs> you never logged out. Don't log out. You'll have it forever. Don't ever log out. Seriously. That's, she's <laughs> Don't right. Don't ever log That's out it. or you'll lose your space in the queue. And Anon. whatever you do, do not reset your password. Dude, I yeah. can't believe these Q people. It's insane. The disparaging thing is that now the so the Q the Q anon the Quanon people Quanon. That's not how they pronounce it. <laughs> That's I know how we're I gonna fight it. again. That's There's no U. It. It's Q anon. Like, it's like the stuff in tonic water that fights it's malaria. Quinine. <laughs> There's a U and an I that fights malaria. <laughs> QAnon um, just uh, refuses to believe that malaria exists. No, they so. think so. The the Q the the quinine quinine theory the quinine is that, people is that Trump gave the virus to himself because he's so tough that he wanted to prove that it's not that dangerous. He gave yeah, it he to could himself. take it. 
He's going to emerge right. two weeks from now with like a full page ad for hydroxychloroquine or whatever bleach injected <laughs> into your face. Ugh. Honestly, like two weeks from now, he's going to come out of that bunker and he's going to be like all even more bloated and weird than ever. And he's going to talk about how he just shot up with hydrochloroquine and mm -hmm. the so Chinese tried to kill him with their virus, but they failed. My only worry is that he's asymptomatic and he's going to just act like it's not that big of a deal. Yeah, but here's the you thing, know? though. If you look at it, like we're so close to the election now. I don't think th this as this doesn't help him at at all because now, no. by the time he's he's back at it, he will have lost two weeks of rallies and you know all of his stuff and like. But don't you think everyone made up their mind already? Like all of this campaigning and the rallies, it's just people yes, showing up. But what it does is it decreases the enthusiasm. I think. And it also decreases his own enthusiasm because right. even if it's a mild case, like it still takes takes a it total, out of you. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, like he's just not going to want to do anything, let alone, you know, rally. Right. Right. So I mean, yeah, I don't think it helps him at all either. You no, know, I think it it really actually hurts in lots of ways because it also makes him look like a fool. I mean, more than more than right. You know, I mean, it's going to be very, what's going to hap happen is now the news cycle is going to be dominated by how he's doing and right. who else yeah. got Symptoms. infected from that pod. Correct. For the next, like, at least week, 10 days, that's going to be what the news is all about. Like, how's Donald Trump doing? And it's just going to draw all this attention back to the pandemic and, and back yep. to, like, all of this stuff. And if if the Democrats are smart, they will just release barrages of ads with him disparaging the pandemic and then being like, minimizing look what, hap look what happened to him. Just you know? just list the numbers. Like it was so frustrating to watch Biden in those debates just struggle and suffer to come up with the right words. It's not difficult. Not that he, you know, uh, performed any better or worse than I thought he would, um, or not that Trump didn't completely put his foot in his mouth and make an ass out of himself. But, you know, I think the Democrats need to be on the defensive or just like plainly state what's obvious. I, I, Everyone's just I like mean, Biden, you know, too weak with their response. I mean, like they think they've got it in the bag, and they don't. We've you know? talked about this before. Like he's he's you know he's like your old grandpa, nice guy. Like you know, used to change his own he, oil in his car. He actually like, did better than I thought he would do. The only thing that I didn't think served him is when uh, he was laughing so much at Trump stuff. And that's yeah. hard because I was laughing at some yeah. of the dumb shit that he was saying too, but I don't want him to laugh it at made him it's not in that situation. Anymore. It, made it, him it look, makes him weak. It made him look smug at points, but you know... It's, it's smug, But exactly. there were other points where I was like, I'm glad he's not... Because it's such a balance. Because mm -hmm. when Trump is saying crazy shit, if you're serious you're giving it credence in a way right to laugh right. or shake your head at it is at least acknowledging that it's insane and yeah, that, the absurdity and that of you, it. you can't give it any weight at all but then he had the floor and he had nothing to say he was well, just you know reacting fact, without fact responding is, biden isn't isn't a sharp politician you know the the yeah. the, the biggest sort of uh, you know it's true that he's a career politician who 
you know, it's wanted not like, to be president always for no exactly. reason. He's he's not coming into this. And now he's going to get it. Maybe he's not finally. coming into this like swinging because he doesn't even know how to to politic like that. It's not the kind of politician he is. And um, regardless of his age or stamina or anything else, like I, luckily he proved that his age and stamina weren't necessarily an issue, at least when put up on a stage next to Trump. Right, yeah. But I think that it's clear that he's not, that he's not a shrewd politician on his feet. And he, but he no, never was. And he's not the optimal choice either. We just don't want Trump, you know. Oh, right. And this is Biden right. tested negative, by the way. Just oh, came across oh, CNN. Oh, wow. my God. <laughs> God no, just be... But I'll tell you this it actually, like, a race between Kamala and Pence would be kind of incredible. Oh, dude, I can't wait for that debate. She, that debate will actually be a, a pretty good debate. She's going to mm-hmm. crush him. Yeah. And Pence is good. Pence is a, yeah, like but, a good politician. No, but she's, he's what Joe should be. But the thing about Pence yeah. is that he he is he's the epitome of like smug condensation. Like um wait, condensation. Is he evaporating? Condescension. Condescension. <laughs> I thought you were going to say conservatism. But I was like, wait, hold on a second. Condensation. Yeah. He, he's just yeah, water his, droplets his, on the window. It's that weird. Won't it's weird. Fall. It's weird because he looks so dry, but but he's really moist. <laughs> really, no, the humidity is keeping that weird really humid all part in place. I, there's this little valve on the back of his head that pops op- open and releases all the steam. But only when mother presses the button. Only wow. mother. I do wonder. Is he allowed to be on stage with Kamala? Is he Ooh. allowed to be there? Because it seems like his wife may need to be holding his hand. The he whole gets time. a pass. I'm not sure. He gets a pass. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, it is a single woman. What is that? He's not like religious and concerned. I don't know. She might have to be on stage with them just to make sure that there's no uh, hanky panky. Exactly. It'd be a weird thing where they have to measure how far her chair is from his podium and just put her right. as close as she can be so that he can see he can get the signals from her spousal distancing <laughs> like some weird stepford wife but he's the stepford wife he has like a tiny little shock collar around his balls you know and every once in a while she just goes and it's over now that's too kinky for them they seem boring i don't know mm, it's always it's always the super dry ones that have the weird stuff in the basement Oh, as we've learned. Oh my God, what was those evangelicals that were like both fucking the pool boy and that whole? Oh no, that's, story? that's Falwell. I forgot. Yeah, yeah the Falwells. That, that yeah. news came out like a week ago, and we've all forgotten. Yeah. No, and like I, we talked it about never this story. Stops. It we talked never about that stops. story a, a few months ago because it started leaking out this stuff about the pool boy and Pence and the, you know, the the hotel that they helped him purchase, and then. The you know, and then of course the and of course what they did is they just blamed it all on the wife. Yeah, of she course. had the affair. Yeah. But honestly, yeah, we talked about this. Come on, it was we, clearly his idea, and he brought her in. He wanted to be cuckolded. Like that's clearly we all know it was him. Of yeah. course, it was him. Like the only way the story flies way. is if it's you know the temptation. The woman is tempted, and she's evil inherently. So right. of course, she brought in another person, and she's and contrite, whatever. and she asks for forgiveness. From and the, it, it doesn't involve him at all. Yeah. It's not gay at all. She asks the Proud Boys to forgive her. And, and to stand back and stand by and stand up. Stand out. 
and then she can still be a proud housewife. Wait, but okay. Stand still. And stand still while I stand anyway. Still. Stand still Wait. while I finish myself. <laughs> God, I've been saying that for months now. So, um, the RNC you, during the convention in DC, that's when like young male prostitutes and uh, make the most money all year. Like they they travel all over the country. Like this is well known. Sex workers talk about it all the time. That when the RNC is in town. Everybody is making bank. Jess, are you getting uh, email, they also e- sell email the most invites from them, too? <laughs> <laughs> they Listen, sell the most shoes, too, at that time because they rub holes in their shoes from uh, rubbing them together in the stalls. Oh, dude. Dude, I thought you meant like high heels, like they want to get some like heel to crotch action and they want to be punished and all that. Yeah. yeah, there's a lot of shoes being bought and sold. The cobblers yeah. are really going yeah. at it. Sex work is real work. Cobblers. Oh. The cobbler, <laughs> like Dan, like Daniel Day Lewis. I was going to say Danny DeVito. I was going to say stop didn't, talking. Didn't he retire to 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 go learn how to make a fine Italian shoes? Isn't that a thing? No, that was his character. He was a no. That was his character in Phantom Thread. No, but he did. <laughs> he kidding. for a while, like he said, he was he was retired <laughs> and he was just going to focus on his cobbler ship. Uh, uh. Oh, why do I find working? that so hot? Oh, yeah. my God. He's like, I'm not an actor anymore. I'm, I'm just going to go I'm make not shoes. An, I'm not an actor anymore. I'm just going to make these shoes and wear them. You know he's full of shit. He's just going to come back and play Ulysses S. Grant or something. Oh, and yes, a, totally. You know, Bruckheimer film or something. I yeah. don't know, dude. <laughs> he's such a liar. He's retired, please. He's in his golden years. He's going to come back and terrorize everyone on set with his method somebody's, acting. Somebody's got to be in Lincoln, too. Mm, the return of the Federalists. Lincoln's ghost like, comes through the atom collider. And no, yeah, they like, turn it on, and Lincoln comes out, peeks out. Have you guys seen the other half of my head? <laughs> he's 5'2", his family's all still together, his son's alive, his wife isn't crazy, and he's a Confederate soldier. Like, it's a Whoa. T- like that's the different universe. That is a proud know? boy fantasy. Yes. Oh, totally. <laughs> oh, I shouldn't have given them any uh, spank bait. Oh. <laughs> no, Dude, they, they can made o- shirts. I mean, they can only do it once a month, so... You know, oh right! They That's need right. a they need a good detailed fantasy to dive into because they have to think about it all That's, month long. Dude, that's how fragile their masculinity is. That they're yeah. like, we can only masturbate once, or we lose our testosterone, or whatever that's about. Oh, my God. oh they're like like what the boxers say. Yeah, like they can't whack it before a fight. Right. It's like somebody should read them a science book. <laughs> <laughs> I bet they're all like weird edgers too. You guys know? Okay, so um, I met the founder of Proud Boys, Gavin McGinnis, who was the co-founder of Vice magazine. Mm-hmm. And I lived in Williamsburg, Brooklyn, not home of Bush Gardens. Uh, right <laughs> back, you know, in the roaring late nineties, and. Um, uh, Those were the good times. Can we yeah. go back? Back <laughs> then, uh, if I think about it, I start to have like acid flashbacks. Um, uh, Vice Magazine was in their their main office was there, and uh, um, my roommate and friend uh, was kind of knew the other co founder. I can't remember his name. Who I think yeah, is I still and Gavin. He like he they bought him out or he's not involved in Vice anymore, but he it, you know it was yeah he stepped those, down 
in those early days, it was like this, uh, it was sort of like snarky misogyny. Like that's kind of what Vice Magazine right. was. Yeah, like, libertarian porn like rate, or whatever. Rate these nerd glasses from hot to ugly. You know, like it was all this like stuff about like women, like objectifying women in the culture, but then like kind of self deprecating stuff about small dicks and st- you know whatever oh you remember kind of, those american apparel ads always in the back of vice yes with like because those, those old, were the tights and the socks and the yes I mean, it was those hot, were but, yeah. shot by terry Rich- richardson another yep. proud boy another incel rapist <laughs> yeah and uh so that was all that was a whole little group and um uh and then, and then I think Vice basically started to, to, you know, they wanted to create the whole media company, and obviously the only way to do that was to stop being just like a weird incel like nerd magazine and yeah, uh, start to like actually be somewhat serious about their content, and that's when Gavin quit or was pushed out or whatever. Yeah, he was probably quietly pushed out. Well, you met him and I met him as well. I met him in a restaurant. He was super yeah, weird. His but... like gross, like his gross, like like 1920s beard and his like stupid vests. Uh, that <laughs> Proud Boy un- uniform is like so weird to me. They they dress up like like early 19th century butchers or something. <laughs> yeah, like they're going to deliver you the newspaper and then like fondle you inappropriately. Oh wait, I have to use the restroom. Wait, Are I you... have to I have to plug my computer in. It's going to I forgot to bring the cord in here. It's going to die. We can end it here. We oh, can. Oh, cuz we were We, we talked we about were everything. Like we talked about well everything. over. Oh, wow. Okay. Wait, I got to pay. We'll see you in a couple weeks. Maybe. Goodbye forever. I can show.